from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Wednesday, December the 14th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Louis Butko here with you. And uh, yeah, happy uh, day after the schedule release day. I uh, guess because the CFL, the Hamilton Tire Cats, uh, kicked off the holiday season. Uh, with a little early present, uh, that being the 2023 CFL schedule and uh, taking a look at how the Ticats will play in the 2023 season. Uh, preseason game on May 27th at home, preseason game on the road in Montreal. Uh, the season opener, June 9th, on the road in Winnipeg against the Blue Bombers. Week 2 on the road on Sunday night. Yeah, some CFL Sunday night football for you on June 18th. Uh, and then the Ticats come home, the home opener, June 23rd, Friday night under the lights at 7.30 when they host the Montreal Alouettes. The following week, week five, they will host the Ottawa Red Blacks, July 8th. That is a Saturday night under the lights. They are on the road in week six. Week seven, they return home for Friday night under the lights against the Toronto Argonauts week eight they are on the road week nine they return home there's a bye week week 10 week 11 they got Thursday night football against the Elks week 12 they're on the road in BC and I love this a 7 p.m. Eastern kickoff time I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Labor Day Classic is Labor Day September the 4th that's a Monday and a 330 kickoff time more on that in just a second week 14 they are on the road in a quick turnaround though on that one uh, september 4th is the monday and then they play friday night football week 14 on the road against the ottawa red blacks uh, they return home the following week the hall of fame game week 15 september 16th it's a saturday afternoon 4 p.m kickoff when they host the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Week 16, they are on the road against the Argonauts. Week 17, Saturday night, under the lights, September 13th, September 30th, excuse me, against Calgary Stampeders. Week 18, October the 7th, Saturday night on the road in Saskatchewan. Week 18, October 13th, that's a Friday night, under the lights, at home against the BC Lions. And finishing their season on the road against the Montreal Alouettes, Saturday, October the 28th. Whoo, did you get all that? Hopefully you did. And if not, TyCats.ca is where you can find the schedule. And obviously there's a lot of key dates on there. The Labor Day Classic, Monday, September the 4th. The home opener, June 23rd. Again, Friday night under the lights. A couple of things that just jump out to me. There is not a kickoff later than 8.30. And there's only one 8.30 kickoff. Other than that, all the games that the TyCats will be playing, starting at 7.30 or earlier and i mean that's not a huge deal but sometimes that bc game is a 10 p.m kickoff so i mean for me personally i love that that uh all these games are at times that you can watch and not have to worry about uh you know staying up till the crack of dawn uh also what's pretty cool is the tie cats are never away from tim horton's field for very long after the home opener which is week three. They start uh, the first two weeks on the road, but after the home opener, the Ticats never spend more than a week away from Tim Hortons Field, which is pretty incredible. And they have six home games taking place in the 10 weeks between the home opener and the Labor Day Classic. 
Also, South Plaza Saturdays are back, uh, which include face painting, autograph sessions, giveaways, uh, some Bounce Castle stuff as well. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of key games on this schedule and you are going to want to get your tickets. Ticats.ca is where you can get them. And remember, the only way to guarantee your spot at the Grey Cup, the 110th Grey Cup at Tim Hortons Field on Sunday, November 19th is to be a Ticats season seat member. So go do that at Ticats.ca. And for more on the release of the schedule and that upcoming Grey Cup, very pleased to be joined by the president and COO of the Hamilton Tiger Cats and Hamilton Sports Group. It's Matt Affinick. And uh, I mean, Matt, uh, this is a, this is always a pretty exciting day, the schedule release day when it uh, drops on the calendar. It's like there's a second Christmas, Louis, December 13th. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, this has been a great innovation from our, our partners at the CFL uh, to really work hard with the teams. And, and this has been going on for, you know, at least three or four years now, but the emphasis to uh, to get the schedule out as early as possible and, and ahead of the holiday season, um, which as you, as you just said is is a hugely important factor um, for our fans relative to planning their summers and, and, and in our case how uh, uh, and when they're going to be coming down to Tim Hortons Field to cheer on the Tie Cats. So yeah, getting the schedule out early is important, and uh, we're uh, we're thrilled uh, with the 2023 edition. Well, that first time uh, they'll be coming down to Tim Hortons Field in the regular season will be the home opener. It's uh, June 23rd, Friday night under the lights. Uh, I mean, that, that, that'll that be special. I mean, in the sense that, you, yes, you know, t- this year, 2022 had its uh, moments, but uh, to, to be able to start fresh in a brand new year, uh, that's going to be a special game. Yeah, home opener is always special. And uh, it, it's great this year we get to kick it off against an East Division rival and, uh, you know, the team that uh, that uh, unfortunately knocked us out of the, the playoffs last year. So I know the guys will be amped up, ready to go for that that home opener. But the home opener is always special. We'll certainly uh, have some good things on the docket for the fans and, and working with our cor- corporate partners to make sure uh, it's a big home opener. But uh, yeah, a couple of weeks on the road to start, but back home on June 23rd. Now, uh, the Labor Day Classic, uh, always uh, a classic uh, for a reason uh, at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, there's been a couple of different times it's been at this year at 3.30. Tell us a little bit about that specific kickoff time and and what you're hoping for on Labor Day Cla- at the Labor Day Classic. Yeah, for sure. And I think every time this year, this time of year, Louis, when we talk about the schedule, I think it's important to remind the fans that, you know, the schedule-making process is a collaborative um, effort between ourselves as a club, the CFL office, and in uh, our partners at TSN. So, in doing that, we review every single year about what's going to be the optimal situation for the fans, competitively uh, for the players, um, and arrive at certain conclusions on any game day, not just not just Labor Day. But as it relates to the fan piece of this, um, you know, we've heard, and, and you well know, we we spent a lot of time and effort engaging our our fans, especially our season C holders, uh, to get their feedback about where they think we can improve the experience. Uh, all elements of the experience at the stadium, to the schedule, to you name it. And and one trend that we saw emerging over the last couple of years um, in the schedule, or excuse me, in the feedback process, uh, was the the concept of a later afternoon kickoff for Labor Day. Um, and, uh, you know, Labor Day in the afternoon is obviously um, popular and our, and our fans seem to love it. But this notion of moving it maybe a little bit later, um, you know, was really based in, in a couple of factors. It gives people, as we know, Games at Tim Hortons Field, our family events, social events, friends and family, and, you know, gives everyone a couple more hours to get together before the game, do some cooking, some barbecuing, some tailgating, whatever they want to do. But it also provides an opportunity. A lot of our fans do go away on Labor Day weekend. And, and if they're traveling out of town, 
uh, gives that group a, a, a couple extra hours back into the city uh, and get ready to come down for the game, but still maintains the integrity of, uh, of the game happening in the afternoon and, uh, and obviously ending by the early evening. So we uh, worked closely with the league and TSN and they were supportive of the concept. And uh, here we are on a 3.30 Labor Day. And, you know, we're, we're talking now, the initial feedback in from, especially the season seed holders has been amazing about uh, them loving the, the shift from, from 3.30. And as we know, Louis, it can sometimes be quite hot on Labor Day. So sometimes maybe not kicking off in the, in the one o'clock window uh, might help us. We'll see how the weather goes, but uh, those are just a few factors behind the decision to, to work with the shift. Uh, another thing I, I, I would guess the fans uh, seem to enjoy that we're bringing back in 2023 would be the uh, South Plaza Saturdays, uh, really uh, maximizing the use of the space in the South Plaza. What did you learn from from doing it this past year that you're going to apply to to maybe building it out a little you know better, bigger and better uh, in 2023 and, and just the return of South Plaza Saturdays in general? Yeah, I think what we learned uh, and emphasized last year was just, you know, as much as our you know, kind of adult demographic and young adult demographic loves the, the socialization of Tim Hortons Field, being out of their seats, being able to travel and walk. We saw a similar kind of theme with with young fans, like kids primarily, uh, with regards to that, you know, benefit, value, fun they have coming to a game outside of the game itself. And we really saw that in the South Plaza Saturdays and, and, and putting programming in there that was really and geared at, at children and families and giving them something to do in addition um, to the game itself and come down a little bit early. So autograph signings and uh, activations and inflatables and giveaways and all the things that that come with it. Um, you know, we obviously have a heavy Saturday schedule um, here in the summer uh, and, and the fans can look forward to a South Plaza Saturday uh, for each and every one of those Saturday home games. Now, to that point, uh, one thing that also jumps out at the schedule when you look at it, you mentioned those two games on the road to start the season. But after that, after the home opener, the Ticats are never away from Tim Hortons Field for longer than a week, which, uh, you know, when I think back of the past seasons, you know, sometimes you go a few weeks. How important was it to to make sure that fans, you know, they're not missing their tie cats too long, right? That that this schedule seems very balanced on the fact that you're never away from home for too long. Yeah, you use the word balance. I think that's that's the perfect word, Louis. Like like you you seek to achieve uh balance across the board. Obviously a lot of lot of interests to accommodate as it relates to scheduling, not the least of which is we're members of a of a nine team league and and have uh obligations to everybody relative to making sure uh, it's the best schedule for the league in addition to the best schedule uh, for the Ticats. But yes, it, it's it's a priority in every market to um, maintain some balance, to to try to avoid back-to-backs, to try to avoid, you know, um, extended periods of time where you're you're kind of out of your market um, and away from your fans. So, you know, from a Ticat perspective, for sure, uh, this schedule accomplishes exactly that. Um, and there's really not any breaks uh, beyond a couple of weeks, which is awesome. And there's not any weeks where there's back-to-back games. There's there's one where there's a bye week in between. But we think it's great balance, not just balance of of kind of week-to-week, but also a balance of times. We've got afternoons, we've got evenings, you know, different nights of the week in terms of uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, even a Saturday afternoon. So good balance in here. Well, and uh, I, I like the fact that, yes, you know, you, you will see the Argos four times this season, but you're not going to see them – 
four times in six weeks, seven weeks, whatever it ended up being. Uh, that 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 that's also got to be uh, a little good to see. A little you know, spreading out those those big marquee games. Obviously, against the Argos, they're always going to be a marquee game, but to spread those out uh, seems like uh, a mission accomplished on this schedule. Yeah, and I think the importance of that is is frankly both both competitive and uh, as it relates to the benefit of the fans as well, because you know surely playing uh, division games down the stretch in a nine team league, obviously there's there's going to be uh, competitive considerations all the way through to the end, and uh, you know getting them later in the season certainly uh, at home um, is beneficial in that regard, but it's also beneficial um, for the fans. You know this, Louis. Like our our fans build. Uh, the best home field advantage in the Canadian Football League, bar none. And that home field advantage is a hugely important factor um, for our players and coaches when they go out there to compete. And and while it's always amazing, it just has another level, another decibel, another you know um, percentage point on the on the energy meter when we're playing Toronto. So if you can play that later in the season uh, when the games just matter more, I think it's uh, mission accomplished. Plan for 2023. Uh, and I mean, looking at the 2023 schedule release yesterday, uh, the one thing that jumps out, of course, is the 110th Grey Cup on the schedule on November 19th. Uh, I, I know a lot of work is going into making sure this is the best event Hamilton has ever thrown. Uh, but I, I also know you're you're really excited for for November 19th. I'm sure you got a, a little countdown going for how many days? Uh, you know, for for better or for worse. But uh, how excited are you to to be able to again welcome? Canada, welcome the CFL back to Hamilton uh, later next year. Well, that's a key point, welcoming Canada and and welcoming them back. Uh, obviously, having the unique situation where we had, you know, the game in a modified festival in, in 21 and having run back uh, here in 23. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll be announcing and making a series of, of awesome announcements about what fans can expect for the Grey Cup Festival uh, kind of in the spring ahead of the season starting. But what I can say is, is you know, 21 was a magical game day experience. Uh, you know, outside of the obvious, it was really just a great day. I think what fans can look forward to as it relates to 23 um, is a longer festival kind of period, kind of Wednesday uh, through game day and, and, and more activity throughout the city uh, relative to celebrating Grey Cup and, and, and welcoming tens of thousands of fans um, from across the country who, of course, um, you know, show up to come to the game. Some of them don't even go to the game. They just come to the host market and and hang out with their, their CFL friends from across the country. But uh, providing the events and the programming that give them um, that energy and excitement to come to town, that's what we can all look forward to. And uh, as I said, we'll be uh, in a great position to be making some of those announcements uh, early on in 2023. Uh, well, Matt, I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate you making some time this morning uh, with me and uh, all the best to you and the family uh, this holiday season. Same to you, Louie. Thanks very much. My thanks to Ticats President and COO Matt Afinick for joining me on today's show. And my thanks to you as well. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great shows on the Ticats Audio Network, including, uh, I'll let you in on a little secret, yesterday uh, a few of us from the Ticats Audio Network got together at Tim Hortons Field uh, to look back on the 2022 season and to look ahead to 2023. So keep your ears open uh, for an end of year special with myself, 
RJ Broadhead, Andy Fantuz, Luke Tasker, and Mike Daly. Uh, that'll be dropping sometime in the next little bit here on the Ticats Audio Network. In the meantime, I'll talk to you on Friday here on Ticats Today. Thanks for checking us out. I'm Louis Butko. Hope you have a great day.